0: This is Jonathan Healy, News Talk Lunchtime live from the National Ploughing Championships with thanks to Tesco Homegrown. Now, moneydoctor.ie is his website. He's with us every Tuesday. He's our personal finance expert. John Lowe, good afternoon to you.
1: Good afternoon, Jonathan. I'm really sorry I'm not down with you. You know, there's nothing better I like than a live audience, especially when I have a guitar in my hand.
0: <laughs> well, uh, thankfully, the uh, guitar was banned, and as, I'm not sure if that's the reason why you're not here, but maybe it could be part of it. And um, John, we've lots to get through this afternoon. Sure, yeah. Bank of Ireland, um, these guys do themselves no favour when they make these announcements, and not only did they make one, they made two yesterday. Uh, let's talk about the, um, the interest rate change, mm. first of all. Uh, how recent... Did, how recently did they increase their rate uh, before the one that was announced yesterday?
1: Well, I mean, this was already flagged, and for the uh, new borrowers, it went up already, Jonathan, on the 31st of August. So, so this is uh, just the, for the existing borrowers. They've gone up half a percent. So this has already been flagged. This is not an additional at half a percent. So um, I certainly think that, uh, as far as, as, as Bank of Ireland are concerned, um, they're still below the the kind of the, the higher rates of say the permanent TSB. Uh, Irish Nationwide, EBS. Um, so, so they've still got to catch up. And AIB, of course, are still way back. Uh, and they're the, the, by far now the cheapest uh, standard variable rate on the market.
0: Yeah, but the problem I have with this, John, is that um, if there's an issue like the the household charge, it's the €100, euro, there, yeah. there is a mass protest the property tax will be objected to by many if there's cuts to social welfare people will be up in arms it's this group in the middle that are on probably on a variable rate that are finding it very hard to pay their bills there's nobody jumping up and down in support of them when Bank of Ireland come along and say they're increasing their variable mortgage interest rate and all of a sudden there's 45 or 60 euro gone out of their pocket every month
1: well I'm not defending the banks but I I, I have given that analogy before Jonathan where about you know the tin of beans we mentioned Tesco there Uh, you put a tin of beans. On, on the shelf there and you buy it for uh, one euro from your wholesaler and you stick it on your shelf for 50 cents. Um, that's essentially what the banks have been doing with the tracker mortgages and they're all yeah, caught with that.
0: The whole point is that th- th- that's their mistake in the first place but they're making a particular group um, who are probably finding it hard to make ends meet, they're putting them on the spot in a way that is arguably very, very unfair.
1: Well, I'd say the, when you say the particular group, Jonathan, it's everybody. There are 780,000 odd mortgages and half of them are in negative equity and there's 11% in arrears. There's no question about it. That, you know, It is putting them all under pressure. Uh, but especially for those who, who are unfortunately on the standard variable rate. There's very little, unfortunately, they can do about it because they're on a standard variable rate. Uh, if they were on a fixed, and the fixed Fixed rates are just not feasible at the moment. It's just not uh, viable to take on a fixed rate. Um, But those on the tracker rates are, are literally laughing all the way to the bank.
0: And just in case they hadn't pushed our blood pressure up enough, then they told us about the, the, uh, the money in their accounts that they're going to charge fees on. What, what, look, who? Again, I asked this question before, and you said I should have had it. Who keeps three grand at a minimum in their account? Most yeah. people are going from day to day, week to week.
1: I think this is just a ruse uh, for the Bank of Ireland to, 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 to basically tell people the end of free banking is gone. Because you're right, Jonathan, nobody does really. Very, very few people would have 3,000 continue left in their um, currency. Account. And, and essentially the plane at the hands of, of those, I mean, the National Consumer Association or the National Consumer Agency, rather, has a very good website where you can compare all the current accounts of all the various, um, uh, product providers. Uh, and then you've got the likes of, um, the ownpost have a fantastic system, uh, mybills.ie for those who are computer literate. And for those who aren't, you can go directly into any of those 1160 odd post offices and there's a, a thing called bill pay where you can pay up to 120 bills for free transaction is absolutely free. So, if people really want to make a statement, they can go out to the likes of these places, to, to the likes of uh, BillPay or MyBills.ie, and 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 start paying their direct debits and their standing orders and their bills through this system.
0: But they still want to get money out of the, the bank, so they go to the, the cash point, and every time they take money out of the cash point, they're charged. They're not encouraged to go into the branch anymore. When they do, they're going to be charged a fee now as well. It's, it's like they don't actually want our customer. Are you sure that the banks are staying there as consumer banks?
1: Well, you know... The, it's a very good point, but bear in mind one thing, Jonathan. The banks are there to make a profit for their shareholders. That's their primary thing. If you're in business, I and- now. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> if you're in business and uh, you're, 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 the whole primary point of it is to make a profit, and that's unfortunately where the banks are really starting to hit home because they're not making a profit. They have been losing hand over fist for the last number of years, and now they're starting to kind of, you know, start to make. And it's actually unfortunately, it is good for the economy if the banks are making profits.
0: Um, let's move on before I get too angry to, to <laughs> Borgash. What are Borgash doing getting involved with debt collectors?
1: Well, uh, this is unfortunately um, one of the, the sad parts that uh, they're employing 90 debt collectors to chase customers in arrears, Jonathan. Um, there's 83,500 electricity and gas customers uh, who are currently in arrears of 100 euros or more, uh, more than two months. So around 37,000 of them owe lesser amounts on a more short-term basis, bringing the total number behind with their bills to about one hundred and twenty one and six of of its customer base. So you know they've already announced hikes in in the uh, in, in their both their gas of eight and a half percent from next month and 4.8 percent in their uh, electricity. So it's going to even you know affect more people with these hikes as well coming up. So now they decide right they get you know uh, 45 people employ in a debt collection in-house and a similar number are going to be employed in a southwestern con- uh, kind of company which is based in Clonakilty. So they're going to be going out and unfortunately knocking on doors and I really do um, feel so sorry for these people because they're probably at their wits end as well and they're trying to survive, literally survive.
0: It's but, a difficult way to try and crack that nut because if people can, are not paying bills like board gosh or their ESB or electricity uh, or whatever, yeah, they're yeah. probably down the list of things that they can't pay already. So uh, having a debt collector knock at your door isn't necessarily the best thing. W- are we assuming that they're engaging in best practice here, that they'd have gone down every other imaginable route before they call in well, a debt collector? Well, I, I
1: would say more, more likely that that's happened is, is that these people have just put their head in the sand and just haven't bothered paying. And, so they don't contact the board gosh I mean what I keep saying to people is look if, if you can't afford your, your gas bill you know call them up and say is there any, any uh, method that you have that we can maybe pay this over a longer period um, I actually mentioned uh, my bills there again .ie and, and they have a facility where you can pay it on a weekly basis if, if for instance you know the electricity bill usually comes in on a two monthly basis and maybe the two monthly basis is too much to handle for some people because it's one huge bill and yet if they broke it down into eight separate weeks, it might be a lot easier for them.
0: Okay, let's go to some of the questions that have come in. 53106, if you want to put a question to our money doctor, John Lowe. Uh, First one uh, is from a listener who says, we got a letter from Permanent TSB two weeks ago saying they gave us too much tax relief at source over the last couple of years. No detail, um, just the full amount. And they've decided to add it to our mortgage payments over the next 12 months without even asking if we can afford it. It's an additional 110 euro a
1: month. That's a bit cheeky. Gosh, that's a lot. That really is a lot, Jonathan. Uh, well, the first thing is to arrange a meeting with the permanent TSP. Uh, there should be some compensation from them as this was probably their fault and not theirs. And I'm not talking about uh, a pecuniary uh, compensation. It could be look, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll ask you to pay it over maybe five years and and put it divided by 12. Uh, so that's 60 payments rather than the you know the 110 a month. Um, tax relief of source is done before uh, you know the account is debited. So it's a a net amount. And uh, they just assume that you know exactly what you're entitled to. Um, that's why I'm was saying... It
0: not, was it not permanent TSB's mistake in the first place well, rather than yeah. then the poor unfortunate who's been charged they 110 would, euro a month?
1: It, it probably would be but but it's, it's once it's set up Jonathan it's actually uh, arranged by the tax relief at source people who are based down in Limerick in Sarsfield Quay um, and uh, th- they would then uh, kind of manage it at that point but if there's any changes in that, as we know last the, you know budget there was a change for anybody who bought between 2004 2008 you're now on 30% of the interest that you're paying uh, to that, on that mortgage up to a maximum of 20000 per person but uh, you're, you're getting 30% back for the next five years up to the end of 2017. So okay. th- there's some tinkering going on with the TRS and obviously they've made a mistake in this but it definitely needs um, you know, them to c- meet this kind of couple halfway.
0: Yeah, don't, don't just accept the letter go and talk to whoever's in the bank. Um, Alan got in contact, he says, John, I got an AIB quarterly fee bill 30 euro 30 it charges for internet banking laser ATMs is this the start of new charges from banks we are just talking about this don't tell me they're charging for internet banking now. they're not are they
1: oh they are they charge for absolutely everything Donald. you know you want to get a statement for instance an, an electronic statement you know it'll, you'll be charged for that as well uh, well spotted Alan by the way because you know uh, but they have been charging fees all the time and, and it's not just AIB all the banks do it uh, most people just accept these charges without querying them or, 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 and not even Looking for alternatives. That's what I'm saying. You know the NCA.ie uh, website. They have the comparison of all the, car- the current accounts, and you may have um, the right one there within that um, banking a- a- area. Um, I mean, uh, also banks' recent debacle uh, forced them into freezing current account fees, John, until next year. But it- it's obviously inevitable that fees are going to continue. Current accounts are killing banks. It's it's too expensive to run, and they have to get it back some way. You know, um, and it's really expensive to administrate as well. So.
0: Hang on a second. Sorry, I have to stop. Internet banking we were all told to use internet banking and it reduced on the number of people that were inside the branch. Banks were profitable when they had human beings that we had to interact with. They've now gotten rid of the human beings and they expect us to pay for a service that previously existed for free and they were making money.
1: Well, you know, Jonathan, there, there, there's a thing and maybe it's not in your case, but there's a thing called a referral fee and that referral fee is usually about 4 euros 44 cents. When you've, say, overdrawn your account, you haven't got permission um, they have this referral fee because that actually is somebody physically who has to go check your account. Have you been a bold boy? Are we going to return that check back because um, there's no money going to be coming in? Or maybe it was an oversight on the bank's part because they knew that there was a payment coming in um, and and they charge a fee for that. So it's the same with the internet banking because it it, it does have some human interaction and that's it the problem it,
0: it, human interaction might <laughs> right next question it comes from a, a listener who signs himself Ale um, so it says money doctor I've just over one year left on a term loan of five years I've been thinking of lodging a little extra each week to finish it a little earlier can I have it done
1: yeah he yeah. Yeah, he certainly can ail but but the only problem is that you've left a little bit late. most of uh, the interest has been on uh, in the first couple of years of that five year term. you know a three thousand loan say over five years at ten and a half percent will be sixty four euros forty eight cents four years it's seventy six euros eighty one cents so the difference is only marginal it's about eleven euros sixty odd so um after four years you know or five years you'll have paid off you know two and a half thousand so if you pay one hundred and twenty a month in a year five um, for that same $3,000, loan. you will have paid it off six months later, in other words. So, I mean, he's left a little bit late, you know, four years, five years. I mean, I, I, I would continue just paying it because if you have that other money that you're going to pay off the loan, save it. OK, you know, it, it's probably not a whole heap, but it means that you've got your Christmas sorted.
0: Okay. Um, the next question is in relation to credit unions. We're big fans of credit unions and the work they do. But yes. this listener asks, why don't credit unions allow customers in crisis to use their deposits to reduce their loans? It would enable people to get back on their feet much quicker. And after all, the credit union is still getting the money. They're always very reluctant to let you near your deposits in the credit union. Yeah,
1: it's a good point. Most credit unions insist on a certain percentage of the loan being retained or, or kept on deposit. If you're looking for a, a loan, Johnson, with any credit union, usually they want um, you know, 25 percent of the amount that you're looking for. So if you want a, a, you know, a 2,000 euro loan, you'd have to put 500 euros up on deposit. And then you can borrow four times what you lodge in. But that money then has to stay there. Uh, it's a good point. There are thousands of accounts in the 409 credit unions where savings equal the loans outstanding. I, I keep saying this and I come across lots of clients who have, say, a credit union loan and they've got actually more money Jonathan, in their dep- uh, savings account than they have on the loan. And I'm saying what in God's name have you got that because, you know, you're paying something like 105 to 12% perhaps on the loan and actually you're probably getting nothing on your savings because, again, financial regulator has stopped an awful lot of the credit unions from giving money on ordinary savings. Some of them have started now, if, if you leave your money for a certain period of time, they will give you a small amount of interest, maybe 1% or 2%. But the vast majority are paying nothing. So it just doesn't make sense if you've got more money on your savings than you have on lending uh, not to pay it off. Doesn't make sense. Okay.
0: Uh, one last quick one from Ivan. He says, "I have a lump sum to pay off a tab tracker. Uh, should I use it or should I wait? What's a tab tracker?"
1: <laughs> well, uh, that's a good question, actually. I'm just looking at that. Um, a tab tracker. Well, I don't know what it is, but yeah, uh, yes, they, they, they did try to incentivize tracker mortgage holders to pay off the mortgages. Uh, but if you maintain the repayments, um, remember income is the number one asset, then the tracker rates are roughly about 1.5%, Jonathan, 0.75, and then the 0.75 ECB rate. And so you can earn nearly double that rate net from a simple safe deposit account. So it makes sense at this moment time to hold off payments against tracker loans uh, and that's for the moment at least
0: Okay Ivan hopefully that answers your question If we let you bring your guitar will you come with us next year to the ploughing?
1: In fact last year Jonathan you know what? we had a fabulous question and answer live session uh, at the end of the evening and there was a big big crowd outside there and I could have brought the guitar last year maybe next year
0: Money Doctor John Lowe, thanks very much for talking to us. You can always podcast um, our chat with John every single week. You can visit newstalk.ie or get it on iTunes. Uh, Our Money Doctor's website is moneydoctor.ie.